Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, kind of a breaking news. We mentioned this earlier about the buildup of Russian soldiers for what looks like another offensive. NBC News is reporting this uh, in the last few minutes. Uh, as Russia's invasion of Ukraine nears the one-year mark, U- Ukrainian officials say they fear Russia's military is regrouping and preparing an imminent attack designed to turn the tide of the war in Moscow's Ooh. favor. So, it's it kind of looks like the New York Times reporting was... Hundreds of thousands of Russian troops lining up, almost as big, maybe as big as the initial, uh, you know, the start of the war back in February last year. And uh, this might be Putin swinging for the fences. He might be going with uh, this is all this is I'm all in here. I have a feeling the corrupt and competent Russian generals are saying, hey, these dudes aren't trained and we hardly have enough guns for them. And the Putin or their higher ups are saying, got to get it done before the tanks get here. I just, my son and I just finished watching All Quiet on the Western Front last night. Ooh, that's which, a grim watch for a youngster. Yeah, it is. Which is up for a Best Picture Oscar. It is a f- freaking, might be the best war movie I've ever seen um, in, a, in a number of different ways. But man, it is, uh, I, it's impossible to watch it without thinking about what's going on in Ukraine. They mention at the end of the movie, which is about World War One. That the battle lines didn't really move hardly at all in four years. 
They just continued to slaughter each other with ultimately 17 million dead, and nothing really was gain or lost um, in terms of land. And then you, the, uh, the, the bad guys are punished and it's over, and you wonder why did this all have to happen. Well, similar is what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. The, the report that came out of Great Britain Intelligence last weekend that there has been more or less no movement in the last six months. Wow. But lots of people dying. Somewhere around 100,000 Ukrainian soldiers died in a year in a country of only 40 million people. That's just a stunning number. And uh, somewhere around 200,000 Russian soldiers have died. And in the last six months, nothing has changed. That's, that's war for you. Oh, wow. my God, that's horrible. That's crazy. All right, uh, Newsy News Roundup, and then a couple of quirky stories, including uh, flamboyant NFL receiver Chad Ochocinco Johnson on money management, and major news on the Latinx front. Mm. The or, or do you say Latinx? Hard to pick a favorite. They're both moronic, but uh, <laughs> we'll bring that to you. So our first headline, uh, Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden, blah, 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 debt ceiling, yada, 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 negotiations, wake me when it's over. Uh, the FBI searched Biden's vacation home in Rehoboth, Delaware, yesterday, took possession of materials, nothing classified, they say, but there were some notebooks in there to discuss the significance of said notebooks. This is Mark Thiessen of the Washington Post, clip number 55, Michael. Here it comes. 51. Did I say 55? I'm an idiot. I can't be trusted. I should be relieved of my duties if you can find somebody to take them over. Clip 51, please. You're missing 51, too? Now, I won't fall on my sword for that. And I carry a sword into the studio. It's a little weird. Uh, what the hell? What's Somebody Somebody take control here. I, I don't know how to help you. Mark Thiessen, classified into notebooks. Why do we give them these numbers if the numbers <laughs> correspond to nothing? Okay. 31? What are you talking about? I'm looking at the sheet. Is my sheet old? Holy sheet. <laughs> this is bull sheet. Uh, go ahead. Hold Whichever number second. you... Hold on a second. Just pick I, a, pick a I, clip I at random the then. You the can't thing. see the window from where you sit, but the scrambling <laughs> among many people behind no, the scenes is... I got it. I got it. I'm sorry, guys. Very I, entertaining. I, I give me a Dr. Here. Phil there's clip. A, Catch me outside. How about that? There's a fair amount of running around and flapping of arms, so it's oh, really boy. entertaining. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not entertaining. Here we go, guys. <laughs> The other thing that we're hearing, which hasn't gotten a lot of discussion, is that there may have been, he may have actually transferred classified information from those documents into notebooks. That is a, that, if that gets to be proven true, that's a big, big difference, because what that shows is, by, up until now, Biden's saying, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know the documents were there. Well, if he actually transferred things into notebooks, that means that we have proof of intent, we have proof that the president was lying, and we have it in his own handwriting. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be a fascinating development if that's true. Well, if that's true, tell me, okay? And if the president had magic beans he used to grow a beanstalk and climbed into the clouds, alert me to that as well. Uh, that just sounds like speculation to me. You know, we never talked about this. We should have at the time. Uh, even Ian Bremmer uh, pointed out that the uh, Biden-friendly media was... Uh, allowed the Biden administration to phrase, or the Justice Department to phrase, the last time when they found six items at his house, the actual phrasing, and I'm trying to find it because it's pretty hilarious, the actual phrasing of that day from the Justice Department was six items related to classified documents were found. So everybody just ran with six classified documents. But no, six items could have been six boxes 
that had classified documents in them, all with many, many classified documents. They That's really right. fudged on the word, the wording of that day. So who knows how many documents there actually have been found? And I can't remember who it was, but they went back to the Trump Mar-a-Lago story in which a box of documents was referred to as a single item. So that is that's just not crazy to consider that a possibility. Right. Okay. Moving along, uh, Fed's raised uh, interest rates by a quarter point, which is a slower pace. It's probably going to go up a little more, but everybody thought, okay, all right, nobody's as panicked as they were about inflation. Now we're going to tweak it up bit by bit. That's good news, and it kind of looks like it might be good news. What's we'll a see. what's a home loan cost you now? Seven, eight percent. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's more like six. They've the rates have actually settled down in the last couple of weeks. Don't don't like quote me and scream at your mortgage broker if if they can't beat that rate. But that's what I just read. <laughs> Joe Getty said you can get six. I say all sorts of crap. Uh, let's see. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported job openings in the U.S. spiked month over month to a near record eleven million job openings. But we still have very, very low unemployment because so many people ain't even looking for work. We got 7 million men of working age without a job and not looking while we have 11 million open jobs. How long can you pull that off as a society? Well, you know, that reminds me, I didn't even get to the whole uh, France's pension crisis thing and how that relates to the United States. And maybe we can squeeze that in this hour. If not, we'll get to it tomorrow. They'll still be pissed off at each other in France. Sacre blue! I wanted to get to these two things in particular. Chad Ochocinco Johnson, flamboyant, mouthy, big, diamond earring wearing, look at me, look at me, NFL receiver. Football player. Exactly. The NFL, that's football. If you don't know that, welcome to our country. Well, I was trying to, I remember, I'd heard the name before, but I didn't remember what sport. Yeah, no, no, okay. Don't worry about it. So uh, you got this Chad Johnson. He earned close to $50 million in his NFL career. And there's a decent chance he has most of it now. He said he said he regularly bought fake jewelry and flew commercial to save his money. Wow. Quote, fly private? I ain't flying private. Put me on spirit, exit row, window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B, I don't need private. Wow. Good for him. Uh, let's see. And some of this stuff is great. Um, his antics and superb play made him a household name, uh, but uh, here's where he never got caught up in excessive purchases. If you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. I never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What's the point? I went to Claire's, the, the mall store where you can buy jewelry. For what? What am I doing it for? The women are going to deal with you anyway because of who you are. Wow. I like deal with you. At least he has the delicacy to say deal with you. And then the other women who are really doing their homework done Googled how much you're making already. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch, an $80,000 watch? They know how much I make. Wow. That is really clever. And, And there's more. Everybody's caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. It's me. It's pointless. You know how hard it is to live like that all the time consistently to be fly every day. He estimates he saved 83% of his earnings with his thrifty spending, but he has been known to give four figure tips uh, for a quick meal. I love that, Ben. What, that, that is the putting your money in the right spot, helping out somebody who's got, you know, a low wage job. You think they're doing a good job. You like their, uh, their style. You throw yeah. them some money. As opposed to freaking jewelry, which is 
mostly just stupid. <laughs> right. Well, I, I love his reasoning, though. He's a handsome devil. I mean, you got to say that. And like, they Do wouldn't you? know how much I make. I don't need an eighty thousand dollar watch to signal it. <laughs> right. What be Michael? a waste of money? Oh, how to be a lady magnet on a budget? Yeah, exactly. First of all, be <laughs> super hot and famous. Well, and and. Have everybody know you're very, very rich. So you're kind of on a budget, but but kind of not. And then this story. Yes, do you have more on that? Um, this is a financial reality. Have you ever heard Kevin Hart talk about the way he spent money on his first contract? And no. it, it relates to, you know, so many athletes especially. His first deal, being a struggling comic for years and years and years, he finally gets a big deal, and I think it was... Was it two hundred fifty thousand or five hundred thousand dollars? Easy way, it might have been five hundred thousand dollars, and then he didn't think about the fact that he's going to end up keeping two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But anyway, he um he immediately went to his family. He said, "Mom, Dad, uh, now that I've made it, tell me, what do you want? What do you what have you always wanted?" Mom says, oh, "I'd like a house." You know, they didn't have a house. Done. Dad, what do you want? And uh, just did it with all his family members, everything like that. He was yeah. broken like a week. He had no concept. Of what I mean, you obviously you can't even buy a house for the two hundred fifty thousand dollars you have, let alone the cars and everything else you were promising people, right? Um, right in the in the area he was talking about. So isn't that funny? I mean, yeah, I suppose if you just have you've not had the life experience of buying things, I mean, it would seem like you'd like. When, what does a car cost? You might think, but um, he he spent all his money immediately. Well, and I assume all that transpired in California. That he got that deal and got paid. I don't remember in show business, but I mean, if if you're unfamiliar with that sort of money as a California like entertainer, yeah, you're going to see half of what that number is, maybe. Well, he probably had an agent. Might have been twenty percent there. Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 between the agent and the taxes. Yeah, you're please. Yeah, but that so that's how all the athletes and musicians, everybody ends up where they are. Clearly, with just no concept of how far that money goes. Yeah. Well, this will gladden your heart, friends, amidst all this crazy, discouraging news uh, in the world. Hispanic Connecticut Democrats. Connecticut, one of the leftiest states in the union. These are Hispanic Democrats in lefty Connecticut have introduced a bill to ban the term Latinx from state documents. Will that finally kill this stupid thing? It may. We'll talk about it next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. piles and bags of food and they're dropping them off at the door so i'm not communicating with the drivers and i said what is going on why are you bringing me food he said i don't know you ordered from the shortma place i said no oh so i think i left the app open and he saw that when he was playing with my phone and just started going to town so he ordered multiple orders chili cheese fries the chicken pita wraps he ordered multiple orders of that multiple orders of ice cream pizza his six-year-old ordered $1,000 the Grubhub because he left his app open on his phone. Kids! Ah, it's a modern classic, Jack. Cannot be trusted. They cannot, indeed. Uh, so Hispanic lawmakers in Connecticut have proposed a new state law that would ban the term Latinx from government documents. I just love this. Democratic State Representative Geraldo Reyes believes the term which progressive activists have encouraged people to use as a gender-neutral version of Latino or Latina. He believes the term is disrespectful. Quote, I'm of Puerto Rican descent, and I find it offensive. He clarifies that the term was created by progressive, by progressive ideologues and did not arise organically. Quote, the Spanish language, which is centuries old, defaults to Latino for everybody. It's all inclusive. They don't need to create a word. It already exists. <laughs> <laughs> Reyes, the bill's chief sponsor, was joined by four other Hispanic Democrats, all of whom are members of the Blacker Puerto Rican Caucus and the Connecticut Legislature. There's been increased momentum in recent months to curtail the term's use to the extent that it exists, particularly among Hispanic Democrats. A couple of years ago, Representative Ruben Gallego of Arizona, Democrat, we mentioned this at the time, prohibited his staff from using Latinx on any official documents. Quote, when Latino politicos use the term, it's largely to appease white, rich progressives who think that's the term we use, he tweeted. It's a vicious cycle of confirmation bias. So I was just checking uh, while you were doing that to see if NPR is still using Latinx. So I did a search and then narrowed it down to the last month. I don't even have to go to a month ago. A day ago, here it is on NPR.org. Black History Month. This month, NPR is going to look at black and Latinx history. So they're still using Latinx, even wow. though there are a gazillion studies out there that show that people of that descent don't like it, and 40% of them are offended by it. That same year, the League of United Latin American Citizens, the oldest community organization in the United States, that would be LULAC, declared it would no longer use Latinx. The term has also been rejected by Real Academy Española, a governing body that oversees the Spanish language. While the term has been enthusiastically adopted by progressive academics and far-left activists, polling reveals it has not gained traction within the broader Hispanic population, Jack, as you're referring 
<clears throat> to, uh, professor at Boston University told the AP, quote, the word Latino is incredibly exclusionary, both for women and for non-gender conforming people. And the term Latinx is really useful because of the way it challenges those conceptions. Well, Pew Research found that only 3% of American Hispanics had used the word Latinx. Less than, I'm sorry, only 3% with less than a quarter of the community even aware of the term's existence. Another survey conducted by ThinkNow found 60% of respondents either disliked it or found it offensive. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hilarious that you're putting upon a group of people for their own good a new word. And what's what's particularly frustrating, it's hilarious, but it's frustrating that that tiny percentage of of would-be intellectuals, white people, your elitists at NPR and whatever else, whoever else, the college campuses, they represent practically nobody, but they run the national conversation. All of that queer theory stuff and gender theory and the genderbred person. Do you know how many people actually believe that garbage? But it's in practically every school in America. It's just unbelievable. Multiple examples I was able to come up with of NPR using the term Latinx just in the last month. The global Latinx community is evolving and growing. That's seven hours ago on NPR.org with some story about. Nobody says that, and it's offensive to Latino people. You self-regarding, egomaniac, blind, brain Gaddle, clouded, jackass morons. It's hilarious. I wonder if they feel like they've painted themselves in a corner. I think I would just drop it without announcing it, but... They're so insular. They only listen to each other. Wow. If you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. More news on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is pitiful. A thousand people. 
freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Sound like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites! All of you! You got a problem with what I'm saying, Larry? Untie your tongue and you come out here and talk, huh? Am I upsetting you, Princess? You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong film. I'll give you a, a winter prediction. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be gray. And it's gonna last you for the rest of your life. Foreshadowing. That is from the movie Groundhog Day, which we discussed earlier. If you don't hear every hour of the show, you can grab in podcast form, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Many ministers and college professors have written lengthy pieces about that movie and what it means about life. If you want to learn more about that, check out Hour 1, I guess. Hour 1. Anyway, if you're into Groundhog Day, and you shouldn't be, uh, Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow and predicted six more weeks of winter. Yes, the giant rodent predicted the length of winter will be for the whole country or locally, or just you see that's the, that's where yeah, it breaks down. That's where the, the rub, yeah. that's where the prediction ability of the rodent does start to break down because the winter situation for Punxsutawney, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is not necessarily the same as it is for Fargo, North Dakota. Well, and if one cloud rolls by while they're pulling the rat out of the ground, <laughs> that's the forecast. If they'd have waited five minutes, it would have been the opposite. Shut up. I don't buy that as weather prediction. There are better ways. You know, I'll, I'll mention this here because part of the whole um, Groundhog Day movie pretty clearly becomes it's, you know, what 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 makes life worth living? Because he tries uh, being stuck in the same every day, day every day. He tries pleasure and, you know, so sex and getting drunk and all kinds of different things. But that doesn't last very long in terms of making him happy and he finally figures out that helping other people love that's the sort of thing that's going to make him happy and i'm thinking about this guy who's been getting a fair amount of attention he uh attended 3700 home cleveland indians baseball games in his life wow if you ever watched a cleveland indians game and you probably did sometimes for a world series and playoffs and you heard a drum during any crucial moments that was him he, way back in 1973, lugged a second-hand bass drum up into the bleachers in the summer of 1973 and would bang it all the time, like, you know, either to get people going or to try to annoy the opponents while they're batting or whatever it was. And he started doing that, bringing his drum, and he did it pretty much every home game. 33,700 home games throughout his life. And he just died the other day at the age of 71, and so he's getting a fair amount of attention. Mm. And I'm just wondering, life of purpose, life of enjoyment, life of whatever, where does where does that fit into the whole mix? Wow, he felt like he was somebody. He was drums at the Indian guy, or drum at the Indians game guy. Uh-huh. And um, I'm guessing he was pretty happy with that, pretty pleased. I, 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 that would be my guess. Is that all you need is to find a purpose, or... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I get. Well, that's part of it. That's a big part of it. I, I'm not sure I would find joy and satisfaction in that. But if he did, who am I to judge? Right. Bill Murray uh, figures out how to make as many people happy as possible there in Punxsutawney in one day, and that's what actually unlocked him from his 
hellish state and got him out of it. But that that's where he ended up after Spoiler trying all the other things. Uh, did you, did he consider like a non nine days on one day off policy? If nine days of do gooding, then the tenth day get drunk at late. I'm just asking. <laughs> I haven't. You know, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Asking for a friend, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Makes you stop and think, though. Um, update you on a couple of different stories. We mentioned Nancy Pelosi has endorsed Adam Schiff for the California Senate race. There is going to be an open Senate seat. Diane Feinstein is almost certainly going to retire, or she will be retired by actuary tables. She is 89 years old. She would have endorsed a rabid, mangy pit bull if one had been running, but since none was, <laughs> she downgraded Adam Schiff. And speaking, got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. And speaking of catching other hours of the show through the podcast, we asked Lon He Chen, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, he received more Republican votes than anyone in the entire country, including Ron DeSantis, this past election. But he has running for a comptroller of California. Right. Yeah, and running for an office that most people you don't even know what it is. Wasn't running for governor of one of the most populated states. He's still got more votes than any other Republican in the country. He has no interest in running for the, the Senate seat for a variety of reasons. I'm guessing he's crunched the numbers and realizes no Republican is going to win that seat no matter what. So I'm not no. going to dedicate a year and a half of my life and my kids' lives to yeah. chasing that, uh, tilting at that windmill, if you and, if you will. And, and put in, putting his other projects on hold as well. Sure. I mean, he was utterly qualified for controller. His opponent was a jackass. He was endorsed by every newspaper in the state, and he lost because he had an R next to his name. Uh, speaking of Ron DeSantis, have we gotten anywhere on the is Ron DeSantis a fat guy thing? Somebody posited that he would uh, be... The first fat president we've had in a very, very long time in this country. And I had never noticed that he was uh, heavy set. Well, I read it because I thought it was amusing. But we had somebody else say, dude, he's 5'9", 160. He's oh, okay. right in yeah. the, the, the sweet spot for normal weight. Okay, he's never given me any indication that he was uh, overweight. I Trump think he's a big old fat guy. He may have CC syndrome, which I've suffered from from an early age. And that's chubby cheek syndrome. Uh, you know, when I was at my fittest as a teenage lad, a multi-sport athlete, Gladys, tanned, a mane of chestnut hair streaming from my young scalp, my girlfriend called me chubby cheeks. It's just, it's a thing. So I think Ron DeSantis is afflicted with the same terrible melody. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, there was a newspaper article about us back when newspapers would write about radio shows and yes. the, the guy referred to you as a goateed chipmunk? Joe yeah. Getty, who resembles a goateed chipmunk. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, which was fairly accurate, and then my other favorite description was some angry emailer calling me a Barney Rubble-looking jackass. <laughs> a reference to the beloved Flintstones cartoon character. And I thought, damn it, I do look like Barney Rubble. So again, maybe not that complimentary, but accurate. One of the big stories of the day, maybe the big story of the century, we are acquiring use of four air bases in the Philippines uh, to counter China. That's the whole point. You were talking about how close they are. I, they have a map up on CNN. I just paused the TV. I had no idea. I need to look at my globe more often. My son's got a globe in his room. The Philippines are right next to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. There's no way... The United States and China get into it over Taiwan without the Philippines being involved. It'd be right. impossible. 
So, yeah, the fact that we got four new air bases in the Philippines is a big deal. There's a long history of China trying to bully the Philippines off of their islands or out of their fishing zones and that sort of thing. So plenty of resentment there. And it's good to be back uh, to friendlier terms with our friends in the Philippines. The closest island of the Philippines is 93 miles from Taiwan, looking at the map up there. That's Mm -hmm. pretty damn close. I'd say. Uh, This report just out, we've been talking a lot about fentanyl and that sort of stuff. In Tijuana, I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever gone across the border, either Canada or Mexico, to get pharmaceuticals? I don't think I have, but I've been with people who have, who needed, like, uh, birth control pills, blood pressure medication, allergy medication, or whatever. You could buy it so much cheaper. You just Mm -hmm. walk into a pharmacy. You don't need a script. You just buy it. I know Arizonans do that a fair amount. I've got that on good authority. Yeah. And Tijuana reporters found that pills sold as oxycodone, so you're wanting some of your hardcore pain medication, either for pain or to get high, I guess, tested for fentanyl, while pills sold as Adderall tested positive for methamphetamine. So you think you're getting your kids Adderall a little cheaper at the drugstore in Tijuana, which people been buying drugs in Tijuana forever, and it being okay, not now. Testing conducted farther south in Cabo San Lucas, and uh, closer by in Cabo bore similar results, although there, even weaker painkillers, including pills sold as hydrocodone, also tested positive for fentanyl. Wow. Many wow. are nearly indistinguishable for their, from their legitimate counterparts, so you can't tell by looking. In total, the L.A. Times investigation found that 71% of the pills tested came up positive for more powerful drugs. So the days of going into Mexico and getting your drugs cheaper, eh, I wouldn't do it. Wow. That sucks. Fentanyl is extremely addictive. I was playing golf with a couple of uh, guys from the medical profession the other day, and they were, joking is the wrong word, they were ruefully saying, uh, as a medical student or when I was practicing, I never would have dreamed of fentanyl being a recreational drug. It's like a crazy, powerful, be very careful, surgical anesthetic. Well, this is a new thing, even for Mexico. It's kind of surprising, really, with the way the cartels have controlled the country for so long. But of the 10 drug experts interviewed by the L.A. Times for this story, all but one said they'd never heard of pharmacies selling counterfeit pills. The pharmacies had been straight up. You could count on getting what you were, going, what you were supposed to be getting when you went in there and buy them. And no more. So it's a new thing. That's unfortunate. I wonder what's going on. I mean, just out of curiosity, what's happening behind the scenes there? Are they being forced to buy from by the cartels? Um, has it just filtered into the so-called legitimate supplies somehow? Have the cartels gotten hold of the wholesalers or the manufacturers? I don't know. That's, that's odd to me. Are the cartels going to say, wait, what? Who's doing what? And straighten this out somehow. I don't know. Why did the cartels leave the pharmacies alone all these years? Well, and, and the pharmacies, I mean, they're, they could be completely screwed. Sure. Now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Once they, this word gets around. They could cease to be a viable business overnight. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's, there's something going on here that we don't know. I'm, I'm just curious about. If you know, feel free to <clears throat> excuse me. drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, or if you prefer a text, that's fine, two four one five two nine five kftc Other stuff to get to. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Springsteen from his new album. I can't sleep at night just thinking about you. It's like cool. covers of his favorite uh, R&B songs from like a, when he's grown up, I think. Correct. Collection of 15 soul music classics that he loves. It's his 21st studio album, and the biggest thing is they're touring. They uh, just kicked off a uh, 2023 tour. Bruce Springsteen these. Street band in Tampa. I don't know what he's I, like this time around, but I saw him. Geez, it's been ten years, so he's ten years older. But I saw him ten years ago, and it was freaking fantastic. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah, I saw him in a stadium show that I thought was terrible. Oh, was really? Just, meh. Yeah, and I've seen him a bunch of times. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I'm not bad mouthing him in general, but it was just the sound was terrible. Mm. And it was just eh. no, I was really impressed. I was going expecting. Okay, I can say I've seen him, but a living legend past his prime, and it was it was freaking awesome. That's good. Uh, and I'll, I've actually heard a number of tracks from this uh, album. I, I've always loved that style of music, so I'm kind of a sucker for it anyway. But it's good. It's really good. I mean, as you might expect, it's not like he hires a bunch of cranks to make this album. It, it, it's legit, really good soul music. Uh, I wanted to throw this in. <clears throat> I don't have much use for the debt limit conversation on an ongoing basis. Uh, but every time it is mentioned... News reports, including Fox, talk about in the Republican defaulting on the nation's full faith and credit, causing a blah blah. There's not a chance of that happening. Zero chance of that happening. Now we we might not be able to send out Social Security checks if it went on long enough, or a variety of other things. But there's no chance that we're not going to pay our bills to creditors. We take in trillions of dollars. 
It'd be like if you 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 lose your job and the first thing you do is not pay your rent. You keep making your car payment. You keep your Netflix account. You keep your golf membership. You keep all those things and you don't pay your rent and get kicked out of your house. No, the one thing you don't do is pay your rent. That would be really <laughs> stupid. No, the one thing you would do is pay your rent. And your then rent the other stuff. too damn high. You know, priority, that, and putting that aside, sir. <laughs> and, of course, we'd prioritize having to pay our debts that keep, you know, our credit rating from just going off a cliff and all that sort of stuff. But the, the Treasury can do that. So it's just bogus. Not that it's not a big deal, but the defaulting on the debt is not part of what can happen here. Oh, great. Hey, here I am over here. I'm a talking head. I want something really easy to talk about, the debt ceiling, and I try to add a little drama to it. Now you're screwing it. By making uh, up a story. Now you're working my side of the street. You're pissing in my hot dog stand. Get out of here. I also don't like the argument, and there's different ways to look at this. I mean, it's the whole, look, the money's already spent. Republicans are saying they don't want to pay the bills. The money's already, yeah, yeah but it's the only point of leverage. What's the point of leverage you suggest? For when we finally deal with this. Do you have one? Because it never comes up except for now. And the idea that, um, you know, a party taking hostage, I keep hearing that term, they're taking hostage the full faith and credit of the, the Republicans won. They won. So they get to have their say in the argument. That's the way the whole thing works. And they want yeah. this to happen. That's just, that's, it's not that complicated. Now, I understand the uh, Biden administration is saying, and this is the only thing I have to say on the topic, that, hey, let's have an independent uh, meeting commission talk about how we can limit spending and get the debt under control. Now, I don't think they'll actually do anything. I think that's completely phony. At least they're saying it. I would love to see that happen, but, you know, it's been tried before. Right. Come up with a great plan, reasonable, balanced, and then you realize, wait a minute, if I uh, totally violate this plan, I can get more votes. Let's violate it. Right. Uh, Quit pretending that that is on the table to default on our payments like day one. Come on. Do better. Be better. That's the text we get all the time, right? Or the email. Be better, guys. Nah, I don't think so. That's about as good as I get. I'll be, yeah, I was going to say, it's conceivable there's a little headroom, but uh, I don't know. You're kind of seeing Peak Jack. I mean, I know it's <laughs> underwhelming, but this is Peak Jack. People ask us sometimes, do you ever listen to your old shows? You know, I used to, uh, you know, now and again. The crazy part wasn't that, oh, man, that was bad. It was so primitive. It was so early. No, it's about the same. We haven't improved a bit. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. I would like to know more about that with like uh, playing the guitar or playing golf or whatever. When have you reached pretty much as good as you're going to get? And they're just, there's, there's, this is how good you can get at something. That'd be nice well, to know. Larry David once famously said that golf is the one game or sport where you can practice every day for six months and not get any better. It's true. Mm. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Sucks. I hate golf. <laughs> hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, lead us off. My wife took a class on the history of rock and roll. And you know what? I'd go back to school if there was a class that analyzed Bill Murray films where you got to just watch the movies, then analyze them. I would love that. I took the class, the history of rock and roll in college, too. What a waste of freaking money and time. Those BS classes. Caddyshack, allegory for income inequality. That would be one of my lectures. (laughs) 
Jack, a final thought for us. Stripes, the military-industrial complex. Uh, Speaking of Bill Murray movies, with the reason it came up, Groundhog Day, maybe overall, will become his most famous movie over time. Watch the first half with the kids last night. Going to watch the second half today, and I'm going to be interested to see what their takeaway is is from uh, moving on from a life of self-indulgence to purpose. Hmm. I love love the, the idea of planting that idea in their heads. Uh, My final thought is say goodbye to pandemic puppies, meet inflation chickens. Everybody's buying chickens now because eggs are so expensive. Urban apartments, a perfect atmosphere for a chicken. They love it. Just get a bunch of them. You'll figure it out as you go. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You got to link to all of the podcasts there, including one more thing. Very popular. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Not like they used to mean something in this town. So bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No! Catch me outside. How about that? Mm. Know your role and shut your mouth. Okay. So let's go out with a bang. Do we understand that you've come on the Armstrong and Getty show today to announce that you're running for the U.S. Senate for Dianne Feinstein's seat? That is that is absolutely 100% untrue. Wow. Fake I, I news! Was, fake I was, news! I was misinformed. <laughs> on that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.